Do you know when to learn something new? It looks like your brain just tweaking inside. Sometimes happy with a song that you suddenly start liking. In my case, was my relationship with weather forecasts. And that's going to be our topic today. We hear from some specialists from Predict Wind how you can use some features of their app to help you with weather forecast. And finally, discuss some lessons learned after our first year on the water. So let me tell you a story. It's our first sailboat. We checked the forecast, beautiful day outside. That was a moderated breeze between 11, 16 knots of forecasts and gusts up to 20 knots. Yes, gusts is something that I never thought before to check. So we have our boat in a mooring ball in a very protected cove. So when you jump in the tender to take us to the boat, I felt a kind of choppy wave and we're just chit-chatting and first red flag we saw that day. We did not see lots of boats on the water. We thought maybe because it's too early. So we start sailing and oh boy, suddenly the gusts start to hitting us very hard. The boat starts healing all the time. We start fighting with the mainsail to control every time a gust hit us. It was very choppy, some spray in our faces. We're not far away. I'm talking about something between 45 minutes and one hour bumpy ride from the club. To close the story, I can tell you something. Back two weeks later, we talked with another member in the club. And he told us, oh, yes, I saw you guys another day in the choppy water. I was there as well. This person is a very experienced sailor who runs a sailing school in a 42 feet sailboat. He told me he was with two reefs in his main sail and with some students in the boat and the boat was healing and it was choppy for him. Imagine for us that we have a light boat, no reefings in the main sail, lack of experience, and no instruments in our sailboat to measure the wind. So first lesson learned, you have to understand weather forecast. And why not learn with specialists? There are options for weather forecast. I've been using predicted wind. And recently I attended a webinar called Atlantic Crossing with Nick Olson and Carrie McMaster. And I would like to share some snippets with you. In the first part, Nick explains about the weather models and the different apps they have today. So we have a range of weather models we use. I know there's lots of weather models out there. So your global models are literally, as the, the name says, cover the whole globe. And then we have regional models, which are specific areas. Um, and generally, they're at higher resolution. So the regional models have a higher granularity, and they'll pick up things like sea breezes and land effects. Um, and so the Predict Wind app and also the Predict Wind website are essentially the same. And so the app, that we use that when we have cellular or Wi-Fi connection. You can use that on your Starlink connection. Most of the forecasts that you look at in the Predict Wind app are location-based unless you are using departure planning weather routing tools. So the other app that we have is the offshore app. So this is our main tool that we use uh, when we're going offshore. The primary reason for that is that it will save all your data offline. So if you run a weather route, 
you download Gribs. Uh, if you don't know what Gribs are, Gribs are just the format that we use to transfer weather files. So you have those those weather maps sitting there. The Offstrap saves all that data when you're not connected. If you like the information Nick shared, I do recommend you to watch the full webinar. It's published on YouTube. I will add the links in the podcast comments and you can visit their website as well. There are plenty of good information there. In the next part, Nick explores some of the features of those apps. The major tools that we want to cover in these uh, departure planning and then uh, weather routing. Departure planning is really an overview to try and find the best time for us to part. Um, so you could do that whether you're doing a coastal passage or whether you're doing a 15-day crossing. We're finding the right weather window is first step. We should never be looking to um, sail to a schedule. We should be looking to sail to the weather. And this is where we start to look at that, along, along with looking at big picture weather map. We're going to talk about is weather routing, the amount of data that gets crunched into that routing for your boat specific to you where you are biggest thing that we've probably done in weather routing is the wave modeling so we are actually modeling your boat a pretty basic model of your vessel it will give you these outputs for the roll the vertical acceleration and slamming incidents so slamming incidents is you know chopping wood and the vertical acceleration is you're lifting up and down vertical acceleration is what makes you uh seasick in the second part, Carol talks about the gadgets, the hardware that has to be connected in your boat and the connections required to give you all the access to the weather forecast. And for me, at least, open the Pandora box about what's required, how to connect the things, pros and cons. So I think you enjoy it. My name's Karen. I head the support team for Predict Wind, and we only hire sailors because, you know, we want people to understand what's going on out there. When we're talking to our customers, it's really important that we, um, you know, have a good overview of what you're actually dealing with. Um, I've sailed around the world twice, and between our team, I think we've got about eight or nine around the worlds and Volvos and Oceans, America's Cup sailors, Olympic sailors. So we definitely know what we're talking about, and we'd like you to utilize our services. So today I'm going to talk about the communications that you would have on your boat. Um, in the past, we've, you know, we have we'd sell and support Iridium services. And up until a year ago, that was pretty much the best option that was out there until Elon Musk came along with his Starlink. And um, Starlink's awesome. However, um, we all agree that you should not go to sea just with Starlink alone. Um, you know, it's it's fantastic, but it does have um, in a high power draw. So you're going to be, you know, running through a lot of power, a lot of fuel to run the generator and things. Um, it also, you know, it can't be taken off the boat in an emergency. So if you, you know, had to have an abandoned ship or something like that, not ideal. Um, so you really do need to have some sort of backup. The Iridium Go is a good low cost system that you can take on your boat super important that you have the external antenna to go with it. That means that you can mount the Iridium Go downstairs. The external antenna will be mounted outside. The unit will be safe and dry downstairs. Um, with the Iridium Go, you need to have an airtime plan and a SIM card. The SIM card goes in the unit. And then you connect the airtime plan through our services, through our satellite portal, and you buy a plan depending on your needs. Um, so 
Iridium have since bought out what's called the Iridium Go Exec within the last year. So the Exec is a is a higher speed um, internet system. So nowhere near close to your Starlink. You can't. It's like comparing. Um, grapes with pineapples. They're, they're completely different services. But for being on your boat, the um, exec is awesome. You can make phone calls directly from the unit. You can talk into the unit or you can connect your mobile phones up to it and use them as the handset. So um, highly recommend this. So in an ideal world, you'd have Starlink and the exec. Um, that would be my pick. The other thing I want to talk about is the data hub because um, with Starlink, it doesn't do GPS tracking. Um, and one of the big features of Predict Wind is our GPS tracking pages that we can make for you. If you've got Starlink, you want to have this data hub. The data hub connects to the Starlink and it does GPS tracking. And so you can either have the little GPS antenna here, but ideally you would connect it into your NMEA backbone on your boat. And then on your GPS tracking page, it will show your wind speed and direction as well as um, your location and um, AI polar generation. So your polars are really important for when you're weather routing so that our system knows what boat you have, how fast it travels, so that we can put you in the right positions for weather forecasting. And um, with this data hub, you can do the AI polar generation. The better your polars are, the more accurate the routing is going to be. Just a couple of other things I wanted to talk about. All the different parts of the puzzle that go together to be able to get predict wind offshore. So there's, you know, there's essentially three or four things you need. First, you need to buy the hardware. So, you know, the exec device or the Iridium Go or Starlink, something like that. But, you know, again, you got to get one of these. Um, once you have the hardware, then you need to connect it to the satellites. So you have to get an airtime plan and it needs to have a SIM card. So the SIM card always comes with it when you buy it. But when you're ready, you get the hardware, and then when you're ready to go offshore, that's when you activate the Iridium Go or the Iridium Go Exec. And it's a month-by-month -month plan from there. So that is our airtime plan. So you've got the hardware and the airtime. But then on top of that, you have to have the PredictWind forecasting service, standard or professional level. And that gives you access to our weather forecasting. And that's what people get confused with sometimes. That is a different service. That is a three-month or a one-year rolling service that you buy. And these devices, the Iridium Go, the Exec, the Data Hub, they're not plug and play. Totally honest with you, you need to spend a bit of time setting them up and working through the step-by-step -step guides that we've worked really hard to put online. Um, the other thing that's awesome that we're doing is our onboarding services. So it's an extra cost. We will get on the phone with you and we'll set it all up and, um, and help you out. So you heard Nick and Karen talking about the technical aspects of the boat and how the polars affects differently your model and your forecast, which brings us to the second lesson learned. It's about knowing your boat, knowing the limits of your boat. Now, knowing how it was built for and what's the purpose that the boat was built for. In our case, we have a, a light boat, less than 4,000 pounds, that was uh, built for uh, racing and is a very good performer, but it's not exactly a boat that you be comfortable in a wind that goes over 25, 30 knots. To cover the third lesson learned, 
I want to talk about another story. So we learned about weather forecasts, we bought a small handheld anemometer to measure the wind, we knew about the boat specs, so we prepared two reefs this time in the main sail, so we could go outside with more safety. And we checked uh, the range of the gusts that day. It was something between 17 and 21 knots, with gusts over 30 knots. Yeah, we never learned. We left the club in downwind, which was fast but comfortable. But when you start seeing your boat reaching over 7, 8 knots, uh, and measure the wind and see that the wind was not 21, it's reaching 26, and the gust is going over 30 something or even more, you start thinking, uh-oh, I have to be back. Now we have a problem. Yes, we had a problem. So what we did was we just realized that we are not supposed to be there in that kind of weather with our experience. We dosed the main sail and the head sail as well. Uh, easier to talk than to do it, so it was really shaky and everything was flapping around and the sound of the wind howling and the white caps coming to us. So it's not exactly a simple experience and easy experience to face it. But we are able to turn the boat back, turn on the motor and safely uh, be back in our mooring ball. The lesson learned here is you have to know about your skills. What can you handle? How do you deal with a situation when you're facing something that are unexpected? And finally, understanding that sometimes you have to push your limits a little bit to improve your skills, but knowing where you're starting with your skills is the first and most important thing. Thank you for listening. A special thank you to the Predict Wayne team for the webinar information. Please follow us on Instagram. Music credits are in the comments of the podcast, and I hope to see you soon in the next episode. Stay safe, we have your back.